Hello everyone and welcome to Understanding Science Communication podcast. I am your host Ratandeep Singh and this is episode number 7. My plan is to discuss um what happened in the last 3 days, what we what I went through in terms of learning new skills um and my thoughts on it. So let's go. we were given a task of uh, sharing uh, reflections or reflections of what we learned in the first week first two weeks of uh, the course which uh, encompasses the the first block of the first module on the science and society on science and society and um, historical perspectives and the debate and discussion that happened um during that time what is reflection what is it the idea is not to just share the um the descriptions of the things you learned okay this is what i learned this is what was told to us this and that this is what that's actually what i thought initially that reflection would be okay what we learned just explain this i learned this i learned this i learned that i learned this uh, it's a little different from that um um which we learned from other videos on how to write reflections it's not just about describing what we learned it's also about the thoughts the and the thoughts and the ideas that came into the mind because of the things we learned and the questions we had and the um thoughts and the what we think are the next steps and um what is still confusing to us or surprising to us or um, what we think is fine and a discussion on that in a deeper look into all those things and so on and so forth that is a proper reflection um the process that was told to us that we should follow came from a book um, um a book dedicated to how to write reflections i realized reflections is a big part of um learning in the masters course and i think a lot of uh, other courses in this university follow this um process and i've come to really like it because going through that once um i feel i know a little bit more about um it's it, the whole thing the whole picture is more clear in my head it's just a little 
clearer and uh, the the next steps are easier to figure out and it feels like i'm not missing anything that's always the case right you feel like you're missing something especially to me i feel like i have just something has slipped my mind which is really important to understand or to know but going back and looking at all the things and ideas and putting them in on paper um makes it so that you feel like um you've covered what you wanted to cover well what's the process what is this process what i learned was uh, okay there are a lot of uh, discussion which um uh, tell you okay this is reflection this is not reflection what one thing that i loved about the process was uh, we were given these three exam three this example of reflections where this one person this person has gone through something some event in his life and he's writing about it so the first reflection the the, the first step is to just write what happened and what how he feels about it that's the first first step of reflection so what happened describe it in detail and what are the thoughts that are going through his mind right now the second step is to rewrite that process rewrite with maybe more details maybe less details maybe summarize some details but that were initially felt like they were important but then you summarize them into a, a simple paragraph and give your more um, matured thoughts um thoughts that have been have matured over the few last few days and solidified and changed and um you write that and you maybe give more details um also which came to your mind uh, maybe give details about what happened afterwards maybe you did something um about that to understand what happened the act more maybe you gathered more data um your thoughts clarified and crystallized and you do that same thing again after a few days um you further look at the act from a distance um your thoughts having cleared up a little more you might have gone through some other thoughts and you might have gathered some more data about the event and you can look back with some distance and reflect on it from that distance you you are not just limited your your thoughts and your actions are not just limited to that act anymore because there is a bit of a gap between you and that act now and this process is fascinating um it's such a simple process the, the example that was given to us was uh, really informative um i could definitely see and feel the difference between all the three narratives and um that was really helpful it's like it's like uh, like you know those the, the making a sword um making a sword uh, first um the whole process of um heating it up and giving it shape and then heating it up letting it cool down and then heating it up again folding it onto itself uh, 
and heating it up again and letting it cool down again and then full and then heating it up again and folding it onto itself and letting it cool down and doing it again and again it's folding that uh, refolding a sword again and again and every time you do it it becomes stronger and uh, stronger and more malleable and uh, gives you that internal strength and um, this is i felt kind of similar to what happened here you just it's like it's like it's literally like differentiation or differentials you know like you okay you go from a to b um you differentiate with it with time it gives you speed and then you differentiate again and it gives you acceleration and you differentiate again it gives you acceleration of acceleration you know change in acceleration over time and so on and so forth it's uh, it's reflecting back on the reflection itself and learning from that reflection itself and what you reflected on last time and building on that so every step gives you that um, gives that process a strength and clears out chinks and um gives you the smoothness uh, you feel it you feel that simple process you don't have to worry too much about it the first because it's a when you're doing it you're not the first time you're writing it you're you're not worried about it being the best first of all you're not worried worried about it being um, following all the all the rules of um, reflection uh, that it's not supposed to be descriptive it's supposed to be about your thoughts no don't worry about all that initially initially just write what you're feeling let go of the fact that uh, you want it to be feel right or you want to do it properly you just write what you're feeling gives you, gives you that perspective for later because uh, when something happens at that time you can actually be really um 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 it's it's all fresh in your mind it's not gone back into depths of time it's still on the surface you're still feeling the emotions of it you a lot of things are happening in your mind after you go through something and it's the best place to write the description and how you feel and then the second time you write you have this beautiful text uh, the beautiful look into the your history of your, what you felt and that informs your current thinking and how you were feeling at that time how you feel now the differences between them what you learned in the process and uh, i loved it and okay so now i'll just share with you my reflections uh, of what i wrote and uh, here it is this is what i wrote one of the first things i learned when the module started was the fact that the umbrella of science communication reaches farther and wider in both time and space than i had assumed a lot of examples from as far back as the 15th century and other examples from non western world views opened my mind to the extent of science communication i was urged to look deep into my own his 
own country's history and come up with an example that in my view should be considered a quintessential act of science communication i believe that the teachings of gautam buddha about the workings of one's mind and how it is possible and highly desirable to try and sit down and observe the mind and to do it in a very objective manner without prejudice my must count as science here the laboratory in which to run experiments is one's own mind with which one interacts with everything around oneself he thought tens of thousands of people good buddha thought buddha taught tens of thousands of people during his life which in my mind is a lifelong project of science communication as buddha's goal was to open people's minds to its contemplative wisdom as the discussion moved to the second half of the 20th century i was surprised to note some critical pushback against the project of science communication the idea that it's hard to properly define the terms and the goals of science lit- scientific literacy and that counts as a criticism for the whole project really confused me should we not pursue these goals what about other political goals the idea of health is also very vague and hard to define but that doesn't stop us from pursuing the goal of a health conscious public i now feel that this might be because of a lack of proper contextual knowledge on my part there are some gaps some uh, there are some other gaps in my understanding specifically regarding the paradigm shifts that have happened in science communication over the years my obvious next steps are to read more about these shifting attitudes and the underlying research that triggered them in order to build better intuition about them but i look at the public centered approach towards science communication in a positive light my own views on the matter are informed by years of thinking of myself as a student of science i love to share my learning experiences in science with other people from a student's point of view and i would love to explore this approach in a more formal way ultimately i love the fact that the field has taken this direction towards a more egalitarian approach to science communication and that's it that's my reflective entry uh, we were supposed to submit one to our uh, professor who is leading the course claire wilson wilkinson and um, um we were supposed to do it before 9th march um and i did it yesterday morning and i got a response uh, uh, a feedback from her and um this is just this is just the first entry in the final reflective critique we are going to write a final reflective critique 2000 word 2000 or maybe more words i can't remember right now but this is like a one 400 word entry into that reflective critique and we are supposed to keep doing that keep adding to it as we go along in our uh, understanding of the subject and um, since i really loved doing this this time and i'm also reading through some books um and papers i hope i will keep writing about what i learned every day and then i'll keep um track of it uh, so that it helps me later on to fulfill uh, to fill the, the this reflection with more facts and um, feelings and thoughts about and arguments that i have uh this is the response that i got from claire 
um i really enjoyed reading this ratan and you've crafted the personal insights and style of writing very well there is also a nice narrative to it i don't think you need to work on that side of the writing at all but to reach the highest mark categories you can start to add to this with a few more specifics around why you may have had particular assumptions or views building in a bit more about your other experiences and most importantly some specific links to your future actions for example you could read up on the texts you mentioned above and begin to weave through those so a good start here i look forward to reading more as you continue okay so i what i took from it is i need a little more specifics i need to have more specifics it's kind of a little vague still i need to add more specific things i need to have more um what assumptions i had what views i had what other experiences i've had and some things some links to my future actions uh, what what i'm going to read now next which is um, what i'm reading right now is the oxford handbook of science of science communication and i'll keep doing that and keep sharing that with you guys here i think this podcast as well will help me fill the create the uh, a compelling reflective critique later on and um, which is good so yeah this is what i've gone through in the last 3 days and i feel like i've learned something new about the process the process of learning this is definitely something in our realm of uh, wiki learn we are trying to understand how to learn and this uh, process driven aspect of learning uh, is something that i am get warming up to i had abandoned a process driven approach to anything in my life um, a few years ago when i just went berserk with uh, quitting my job and just trying whatever i feel like trying without really giving a deeper thought into what i was going to do and that helped definitely just letting go of yourself and going through and following your instincts a little bit um i can't keep doing that following my instincts and there has to be a process i feel i felt this uh, um this is a discussion that i had with my friend sahil um because i was going through this and i had this freedom or so called freedom um looking from outside that i was not i had quit my job and i was just traveling around doing whatever i wanted to do i had this freedom of time and i really cherished it initially i loved the freedom initially i loved the fact that i could do anything i wanted i started a lot of things but i didn't finish them because i had freedom to not finish them and continue on to something else i felt this uh, detachment to everything um, and as when i felt that i am bored of something i moved on and uh, i had a discussion with my friend he said i want that freedom and i i told him i the freedom is overrated in a lot of ways constraint creates con um productivity or um, creativity that's what i wanted to say constraint creates creativity is that uh, the best way to say it i mean i they, if if there are no constraints if there is nothing constraining you it's hard to come up with things it it's hard to be creative when you can do anything um this is something i learned in capoeira as well there is a game we play in capoeira well capoeira is a brazilian martial art for those who don't know and we two people 
improvise a dance on um, it's a dance martial art so you are trying to hit each other and not actually hitting them but you know um, doing it in a dance format and uh, it's on music and you have to improvise everything is improvised in that moment well initially when people start doing it it's kind of hard because it's improvised you have to think about initially what to do and it can be really overwhelming because ultimately you can do anything right so a, a great exercise for um initial for people to um do something to to get out of that rut to get out of that writer's block uh, or dancer's block whatever is to tell them um whatever you do whatever you however you move one of your hands at least has to be always touching the ground and this one constraint creates so many interesting ideas all of a sudden in a person's brain okay you can't do any, uh, any type of movement you want you have to have one hand on the ground and all of a sudden uh uh um a load is lifted off of uh, the the person's head because um, this constraint actually it directs them um towards movements that they had not thought of before um in a very interesting way this is very fascinating something i came i came across that constraint some restrictions create uh, room for creativity and this is what this process is doing to my thoughts uh, you have to go through this reflective process you have to do this and that actually helps the mind learn new things and new ideas and go through new thoughts which it was not going to do that by itself and i love this new process driven creativity and um i want to follow more processes um this thing happened in the last like our last module which was science and public spaces we were given this beautiful document to to create ideas like um, generate ideas generator document which was really fascinating i wanted to follow everything on that list but we were supposed to do that in a group and the rest of the people did not want to follow and they just wanted to do what they wanted to do or they feel comfortable in doing and i felt a genuine sense of loss in that moment that i we are supposed to learn new things here we are supposed to put ourselves through uncomfortable things and uh, restrictions and constraints uh, which will help us but um, i guess that's the nature of uh, group work you have to follow the group mm. but uh, that's it that's for my entry um, in this podcast i hope uh, i was rambling a little less today i feel like i have was rambling a little less and uh, it was hopefully more interesting to listen to uh thanks for listening um if you're listening i love it um and hope to see you soon